I just stopped for a second and I took control of my own emotions and my own decisions and decided to do something that could make me happy. Every single one of us is creative. Too many of us have lost our way. I'm Jen Liss, and I've been on a commute my entire life, on a continuous search for the next thing that will bring me the ultimate level of happiness. Finally, I realized I'd never get anywhere unless I took my journey to the inside. Because the truth is, it is your inner creator who guides you to your purpose. The creative commute is your shortcut. I'm here to speed up your journey, filling your tank with inspiration, practical tips, thoughtful conversations, and yes, lots of silly metaphors to reconnect you with your inner creator. It's the creative fuel you need to close the distance between where you're at and where you desire to go. Because if you seek a life of meaning, if you're unhappy in your current job or life, looking for more, or if you're just not sure if what you're doing is enough, this is the podcast for you. I'm Jen Liss. Thank you for being here. Let's get started. Hey, creative commuter. Yesterday, I went for a run. Now, I knew all day long, I knew that I wanted to go for a run. It was on my docket. It was on the plan of things that I was going to do yesterday, but I just kept putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. Well, finally, the sun was about to go down. I knew I had about 45 minutes until that happened. And I was like, okay, I grabbed my shoes, laced them up, and I headed to the park. So I get out of my car and I finally start going and I get about a half mile in and I feel a few droplets of rain on my face. I kept running a little bit longer, a few more droplets, few more, and suddenly it was pouring. I mean, it wasn't just raining, it was pouring. The old man was snoring, but not me. I was stuck outside in the rain. <laughs> so I was like, crap. I turned around and I started just booking it back to my car. Meanwhile, I've got my glasses on. They're covered in water. I can't see anything. I'm just like sprinting through the rain thinking, why the hell did I wait so long to get out here? I'm just berating myself. And in that moment when I'm really berating myself, this guy comes running toward me and he just looks like he's having the time of his life out here in the rain. And I was like, what a freaking weirdo. And so I, I book it to my car. And by the time I get to my car, it had let up a little bit. And so I paused for a second and I thought, you know, I could go home. I'm soaked. I mean, I'm soaked at this point. I, I could go home, but I thought, you know, I could just choose to make the best of this crappy situation and go ahead and just have an enjoyable run. I'm not going to push myself today. I'm not going to try to like beat any personal records. I'm just going to go out there and have an enjoyable run. And I loved it. I finished my three mile run. It took me longer than I had thought it was. It was dark <laughs> when I got back to my car and Joey had to wait on me a little longer for dinner, but I really just enjoyed myself. What's so interesting and in thinking back is that was it me seeing the guy who I had passed who shifted that for me? Was it him having a good time out there in the rain? Did that do it for me? Was it just the conscious shift that I had at my car? You know, was it both of those things together that caused that for me? You know, I, I'm an Enneagram 9. I don't know if you follow the 
Enneagram, but I personally need help seeing things. I use story a lot in my own head in order to help me do that. And that's why I started reflecting as much as I have on this run experience, actually. And what's interesting, too, is that this weekend I spent a lot of time in other reflection, too, because it has now been, as of the day this podcast comes out, it will have been one year since I began this leg of my particular journey. The creative commute, I started the Facebook group exactly one year ago. I went live and started this, you know, and like on any birthday, this is, this is the creative commute's birthday. It's such a good time for sitting back and reflecting. And I've done a ton of reflecting. Joey and I have, have done so much reflection this week. And, you know, we sat down yesterday and we shared all of the things that have come of starting the creative commute, all the things that we've been grateful for. We both had these huge lists of all of the things. And we're just, we're so thankful that we had this, that this was something that was here for us in what was just a really crappy time. You know, the creative commute started in a storm. It started in that moment of downpour, like I experienced yesterday on my run. It was really that, holy shit, what is going on? I need to get out of this. You know, it was like this this moment of panic. And I had a moment on March 15th, the night before I started the creative commute, where I just stopped for a second and I took control of my own emotions and my own decisions and decided to do something that could make me happy and then decided to invite others into it as well. And that changed the course of my entire 2020. It changed the course of Joey's entire 2020 and many of our friends who got involved in the creative community, you know, it was just a really happy place. And so in my reflection this morning, I actually went back and listened to the very first episode of this podcast because I knew that I had really talked about the way that it had come about. And I wanted to hear myself, I wanted to hear myself talk about it. And, you know, what I realized in listening to this episode was that all of this started with a single decision. It all started with that moment when I decided to choose my own personal happiness, my own personal joy, and to try to bring that to myself. And now we have this amazing community full of magnificent people who are creative AF and <laughs> a podcast and a brand new coffee sponsorship. You can buy Creative Fuel at creativecommute.com. And you know, that decision... <laughs> really actually started before the creative commute. And so I wanted to go back and share the very first episode of the creative commute podcast with you today, because I find that there are some very true things in there that are still true today. And whether you're a new listener or someone who has known me my entire life, there are some really great things in there that I'd love for you to hear and then turn around and reflect on that for yourself. So give this episode a listen, and then I will see you again at the end. At the end of 2019, I was trying to decide what my word for the next year would be. I do this every year. I decide on a word, and I try to use that word as my guidepost all through the year. Well, I decided that my word for 2020 was going to be delight. 
And I had no idea what 2020 was going to bring and how challenging it might be to delight in things in 2020. (laughs) But I have used that word as a guidepost and it is what has created the Creative Commute, the Facebook group where we do daily challenges and now this podcast. But where delight also took me in 2020 is trying to figure out who the heck is Jennifer Liss? What is she doing in this world? And what is her purpose? It also apparently has made me talk about myself in the third person. But I decided that this is the year that I am going to figure out my next steps and who I want to become and what kind of a difference I can make in this world. And it has led me on this crazy journey that really is the impetus for the creative commute. So I'm going to take a step back and take you through the rest of my journey and how I got here. So we're going to do some (laughs) some Tarantino stuff where I jump back and then come forward again. My career started as a hairstylist. I did hair for 11 years. I had my own business, a full clientele who I freaking loved. Y'all, I had the very best clients. They were amazing. So one day I realized that I was no longer creatively fulfilled. Even though I had an amazing job that I loved, it was so creative. I got to talk to the best humans all day long. I just wasn't fulfilled anymore. I remember the moment that it happened. I had a client who I loved who came in. I remember thinking to myself, God, I hope she doesn't want to do anything exciting today. Like I just wanted her to just ask for the same old, same old. So I didn't have to think and I didn't have to try. I didn't really care what she wanted. And I had that thought go through my head and I was instantly like, what the heck? What the heck? This is not, this is not you. This is not normal. I always cared about what my clients wanted. I always wanted them to feel wonderful and beautiful really cared about giving them what they wanted. But that day I didn't. And that was a huge wake up call for me. And I was like, I've got to figure out what is next for me because this is not right. So ultimately I went back to school to go finish my degree. And it was not a decision that many people understood, especially when I graduated from college and took an internship where I was going to be making half of what I was making as a hairstylist. I mean, I'm not even sure that I entirely understood what I was doing there, but I just was following my intuition and I just knew that it was the right decision for me. I just needed something new. I needed to be learning something new and growing into something new. I also think in retrospect that I felt like I had something to prove to the world that I could finish my degree and that I could work in the corporate world and that I could hold a normal job. And I think it's been great. I have grown in this role and learned so much. It's a super creative job. I'm a writer. I'm a copywriter. And I get to write fun scripts and work with the most creative, cool, talented people. I have such a cool job. But I've noticed that in the past year or so, I'm starting to get that itch again. I'm starting to feel like, okay, what's next? What am I doing? How can I learn and grow and feel like I'm making a bigger difference? 
So I have been doing some serious self-exploration again since the end of 2019, trying to figure out what's next for me. How can I make a bigger difference in the world? And how can I continue to be creatively and passionately fulfilled with what I'm doing It is what has led to making the creative commute because the question that I asked myself was, how can I help people right now? We are in this crazy time and what do I need and what do other people maybe need? And so I created this Facebook group where we do daily creative challenges to help ourselves get a little bit of fun and positivity. Looking back now at my shift from being a hairstylist to choosing to go back to school to be a copywriter, I know that I had experienced some burnout as a hairstylist. That's one of those jobs that, I mean, you're helping people, you're serving people all day long, and it's a very physical, exhausting job. So part of me wants to blame my decision to leave hair and go to something else on that. And I don't say blame because I feel like it was a bad decision, but I also feel like why, you know, there's part of me that says you could have kept being a hairstylist. You could have grown. You could have started your own business. Like that's another life that I could have lived, but I decided to go back to school and I don't regret that decision. I don't think that it was entirely burnout. I think that what it really was, was that I wanted to stretch myself and learn new things. I wanted to grow. And that's what I'm feeling again right now is that I want to learn and I want to grow and I want to contribute and help other people in whatever way I meant to do that. But I think I want to blame it on something else and I want to like reason it away with other things because that's not normal. It's not a normal thing that we are taught from kids to jump from career to career and to try new things and to be willing to fail in an entirely new career in we didn't grow up learning that that's okay. There's part of me that is like, oh, you're such a weirdo. Why are you always wanting to try something new? Can you not commit? But I really think that I just want to grow and I want to inspire other people to believe that that's okay too. Because in today's rapidly changing world, stuff is changing and it's never changed faster than it is in 2020. And we have to be willing to try new things. There has never been a better time than right now to try new things. There literally has not been a better time. And people need other people to try new things and to help them to be willing to do that because the jobs of today, we hear this all the time, the jobs of today are not the jobs of tomorrow. And we are going to have to embrace this new life of learning and growing all the time. And I believe, and the creative commute has really helped me to solidify this in that Facebook group, watching people learn and grow and be willing to step out and try something new. I believe that connecting back to our inner creators, connecting back to what we desire is the way to get us to a place where we can make a big ass meaningful contribution to the world. And that feels so good. The times in my life when I have felt the best are when I'm really making a difference for others and I'm also feeding my creative soul. If you can relate to some of these things, first of all, I'm sorry if you're feeling some of those fears and some of the fear of trying something new, maybe some of the judgment from other people. What will they think of me if I decide to try something new? 
I'm sorry that you're facing some of those feelings, but those feelings are actually just signs that you are headed towards something good. Fear is a good sign. If you feel fear, it means that something good is on the other side. Because my favorite quote is, I've got it right up here, right here on my desk. Everything you ever wanted in life is on the other side of fear. And I truly believe it. And so this is something that we're going to be talking about in tons of podcast episodes. And I cannot wait to dive into all of these conversations and to take you guys along this journey with me. It's going to be so wonderful and magical. And I just can't talk about how excited I am enough. So what did you think? Thank you so much for listening to that episode, whether it was the first time that you've heard it or you've heard it before. I hope that you found something valuable for yourself to reflect on. You know, I'm reading a book right now called The Courage to Be Happy, and that might seem really silly. You know, why why would it take courage to be happy? Like we all want to be happy, right? That's what we want in life. But what this book is saying is that we often don't choose to be the happiest that we could be. We avoid things. We tell our th- ourselves that th- this is enough. This is enough. I, I don't need more than this. I'm, I'm happy with the amount that I have. I, I, don't, I don't need or deserve more. And we hold ourselves into a place where we aren't at our fullest happiness. We're not at the full capability of our happiness. So I'm interested for you today, you know, reflect on that for yourself, you know, remember that it's okay to change and it's okay to admit to yourself that you might maybe want something a little bit different. And it's totally okay also to recognize that the happiness you're experiencing right now is awesome. Like those two things can actually exist in the same moment. It's okay to be happy with what you have, but also maybe want something else or also explore something else. So just sit with that. Reflect on that. What does that bring up for you? Anything at all? I'd love to hear it. You can write to me, jen at creativecommute.com. DM me in all the places. I'm Chromatic Jen on Instagram. And let me know. Let me know if anything comes up for you. And thank you so much for listening to this episode. I know that you could be doing lots and lots of other things. And I'm so grateful for every second that you spend with me. And if you enjoyed this episode, you can go and leave a review at ratethispodcast.com slash creative commute. That would mean the world to me. Remember, friends, to keep shining your glittery unicorn magic with the world. And thank you so much for one year of creative magic. Bye.